Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment celebrity news on Pete Davidson, Meek Mill, Leslie Jones, Tom Holland, Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet, you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one again. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, we have a fan page. Like us. Go to Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash/that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the gorgeous heels that women like to wear. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O in the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 72 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for hanging out with me every Wednesday afternoon. And also thank you for keeping us on the air for 10 years. So uh, thank you once again. So how is everyone doing? How's your week been so far? Uh, Last week I wasn't on the air. um, But you know what? You know when you miss a week, you miss a lot. A lot of things happened since last week, since we wasn't on the air. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson finally got married. He finally married his longtime girlfriend. Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx broke up. They were in a relationship allegedly for six years. It's over. Also, Jay-Z is working with the NFL, the same man that told every uh, all his colleagues, you know, don't do business with them because of the very controversial um, do, with the stand against the NFL with uh, Colin Kaepernick. Now he's working with them. So we missed a lot. A lot of things happened last week. But we, this week we're going to uh, revisit some of those uh, stories as well as talk about the 2019 VMAs. Now, I just read an article about, uh, about yesterday saying that it was the third lowest-rated uh, show in VMA history. I thought it was one of the best. Uh, this year, instead of having the war show out in Los Angeles or New York like they always do, they always go back and forth, they had it in New Jersey. And it was a celebration beyond, I mean, they had a lot of New Jersey artists from New Jersey. So it's like New Jersey owned, New Jersey proud. And there was a lot of winners that night. And uh, I'll be going over some of the winners if you didn't see the show. So, um this week we're also going to be talking about uh, Pete Davidson. He was in the news recently, and he just, how can I say, he, he kind of went off or he just rant for about five minutes about how he had did a show for some college students in Florida, and he it was a show that they didn't have to pay for. It was kind of like a free show, 
And the audience, being that it was mostly millennials, didn't um, follow the directions of the show. You know, every time when you go to see a concert or event or even a, a comedy where you you go watch a comedian, they tell you, you they don't want you to bring your phones, they don't want you to film anything. And these uh, young students brought their phones anyway. They still filmed it, and he just went off about that. So I'll be telling you about that. And Meek Mill, congratulations to him because he won't be serving any more jail time after pleading guilty to a misdemeanor gun charge. I'll tell you more about it. And our funny friend, Leslie Jones, uh, apparently she's in high demand in Hollywood, and so much so that she is no longer going to be a part of the Saturday Night Live crew. She is set to depart before the 45th season in September starts, and Tom Holland has assured fans of Spider-Man that he's still got big plans for the comic book Web Slinger. That was another uh, big story last week because Sony and Disney could not agree with the financial aspect to keep Spider-Man going, but uh, they were at the uh, he was at the Disney um, summit last week. Or early, yeah, I said last week, talking about they still got some plans, so don't you fret. And Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary, apparently uh, his boat was involved in a fatal crash last Saturday in Ontario, Canada. It killed someone and injured someone really badly, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, also, Madonna has pushed back. Her, the start of her Madam X tour. Uh, apparently, she is not gonna. She's trying to get it ready for next month, but things are not just right. She wants it to be perfect. She's tweaking. She's going over things. She wants it to be perfect, and she's supposed to be scheduling some shows right here in New York City, right in Brooklyn, at the BAM Opera House. So I'll tell you more about it. Also, Debbie Lovato is continuing her return to acting. Apparently, she's appearing in a recurring role on Will and Grace. So uh, let's get started. We got so much ground to cover. Let's get started. Uh, The 2019 MTV Video Music Awards was unveiled during the live ceremony that took place at the Prudential Center in New Jersey on Monday night, August 26th. Coming out as the biggest winner of the night was Ariana Grande and Billie Eilish, who brought home three moon persons each. Among the three awards that the Nickelodeon alum won, one was the biggest honor. Ariana snatched the coveted Artist of the Year in addition to taking home Song of the Summer for her Social House collaboration, Boyfriend, as well as Best Art Direction for the music video for her mega hit, Seven Rings. Meanwhile, Billy Nab Push Artist of the Year, Best New Artist, and Best Editing for her Bad Guy music video. Other musicians who ended up with multiple trophies at the Sebastian uh, Metascasco host event, uh, host, he was the one who hosted the event, were Taylor Swift and BTS. All the country turned pop superstar awards were for the music video for You Need to Calm Down, which won Video of the Year, and Video for Good. And taking the stage to accept the moon person, she invited the star-studded cast of the visuals to the stage. On the other hand, the seven-piece K-pop sensation that best K-pop for their uh, Hosley collaboration for Boy With Love and Best Group. And as for Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, this year honoree was Missy Elliott. And during her acceptance speech, the veteran MC gushed about her collaboration with other artists and revealed that she had promised she wouldn't cry this time because she cries at every award. But this was very um, special for her. Um, because it was the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Other winners at the event include Cardi B, the Jonas Brothers, and Lil Nas X. Uh, Video of the Year again went to Taylor Swift for You Need to Calm Down. Again, Artist of the Year went to Ariana Grande. Song of the Year went to Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus for Old Town Road. Best New Artist went to Billie Eilish. Best Collaboration went to Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello for Senorita. Best Pop went to the Jonas Brothers for Sucker. Best Hip Pop went to Cardi B for Money. Best Latin for Rosalia and J Balvin for Gun Altura. 
Best Dance went to the Change Smokers featuring BB Rexa for Call You Mine. Best Rock went to Panic at the Disco for High Hopes. Song of the Summer went to Ariana Grande featuring Social House for Boyfriend. Again, the push artist was Billie Eilish, Video for Good, Taylor Swift, and the best group and K-pop went to BTS. Best Art Direction went to Ariana Grande for Seven Rings. And, the again, the best uh, Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award went to our girl, Missy Elliott. So congratulations to the 2019 winners of the VMAs. And you know what, I thought, it, like I said before, I thought it was one of the best. I thought there was a lot of highlights, you know, there was a great performance uh, by um, Jay Bolden and Bad Bunny. Uh, again, Missy put on a great show. She put on a lot of hits. Uh, there was also, uh, again, performance by the Jonas Brothers. And at the end of the show, New Jersey honors its own talented group of artists like Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, uh Wycliffe John. They did a medley of their uh, did they they did a medley of their hits at the end of the show and uh, it was fantastic. I thought it was one of the best. It was one of the liveliest shows. Uh Lizzo, she did not disappoint. She performed her hit song and she had all her dancers and a inflatable uh balloon of a behind. <laughs> it was just I thought it was one of the best, to be honest with you. It was one of the best in a long time. So again, congratulations to all the winners of the twenty nineteen VMAs. Uh Pete Davidson wa- wants you to focus on him when he's performing a stand up. Earlier this week the Saturday Night Live star delivered a comedy set for students at the University of Central Florida. But things went intense as he noticed that some of them pulled out their photos during the set. In the video post on several platforms, Pete could be seen seen getting angry at the student's audience for breaking the no cell phone rule during the show, which was set to welcome the university students who had returned for their fall semester. Um, he went he went in. He said, uh, "Quote: Whenever somebody come, else comes to your town and is exhausted and flies all the way to the middle of nowhere to do jokes for you, he called them pri- privileged a holes." Don't ruin the show for people who actually want to be here. He also said that uh, he called the uh, young group of people uh, embarrassing. Uh, He said that the world's going to end in 25 years because of these millennials. Um, He called them idiots. He told them they had to grow up. If it says no phones, it means no phones. Uh, Where's the next generation? He said, don't you want your parents to be proud of you? Now we'll continue, unquote. Uh, several showgoers didn't take the, the, his remarks well, and it didn't take long before they expressed their feelings on social media. The University of Central Florida has also issued a statement regarding his tirade, claiming that it was disappointing. Uh, they said this, uh, Mr. Davidson, quote, abusive language, particularly his use of derogatory slur, is contrary to the University of Central Florida, Florida values of inclusion and respect for all. It's disappointing that his rant spoiled an event that was meant to welcome students back for the fall semester, unquote. Now, I get what he's saying, because anytime you go to a concert, any kind of performance, they say, they says on the ticket, no phones, no filming, no videos, nothing. I just went to see Chris Rock. Uh, about three weeks ago, and ex- it said exactly on the ticket. Um, he's doing his stand-up. We don't want nobody filming the performance. We don't want no videos. you got to respect that because a lot of the times, a lot of these comedians, they're doing um, fresh material for the first time. Um, they want to make sure that, you know, it goes well. They want to know if it goes smoothly with the crowd. And the last thing they don't, you know, want somebody filming it just in case it bombs. You know what I mean? But that's what it says on the ticket. I've been to several performances where, uh, concerts where, you know, they say you they don't want you filming. But, um, you know, in this day, in this day of social media and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, everybody got to get that photo. Everybody got to get that moment, that uh, that moment in time to post for all their friends. 
and uh, Pete Davidson didn't appreciate that. <laughs> he didn't appreciate that. But everybody's trying to get that moment to post on the ground. Uh, right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Give, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Uh, we broadcast live from the NYC. And uh, if you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio and like to know more about the show or like to tune in each time, make sure you click on the follow-up button that's on the show page, and it'll send you a reminder when we broadcast live. Also, follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on the gram at T. Jones Gibbs. Meek Mill, don't, he's not, he won't serve any more jail time. Uh, after pleading guilty to a misdemeanor gun charge yesterday, resolving a case that had kept him on probation for over a decade. The 32-year-old rapper born Robert Ribmeek Williams reached a plea agreement with Philadelphia, Pennsylvania prosecutors after an appeal court threw out an original 2008 conviction for drug dealing and gun possession last month. He pleaded guilty to the one misdemeanor weapon charge, and all the others were dropped. In a statement obtained by the U.S. website Complex, Meek said he was glad his long legal ordeal was behind him and he hopes to highlight the plight others with similar legal problems face as well as working to end gun violence. The uh, old charge led him to, to him to serving more than two years behind bars, including for parole violation, and so the presiding judge ruled he would not have to spend any more time in jail. The overturning of his 2008 conviction and negotiation plea came after the credibility of the arresting officer was called into question. His legal team also accused Judge Janice Brakely of bias after she kept sending the rapper back to prison over minor probation violation, mostly recently in 2018. And Leslie Jones is in high demand in Hollywood, so much so, she's set to depart Saturday Night Live ahead of its 45th season in September. Jones is leaving NBC popular late-night sketch comedy series after five seasons. The 51-year-old comedian was originally hired as a writer in 2014, but she quickly became a regular performer. Jones is currently filming the Coming to America sequel with Eddie Murphy, but she won't be on the SNL set on December 21st when Murphy hosts the show for the first time in 35 years. She also has a comedy special in the works with Netflix in addition to more movie projects. Saturday Night Live returns September 28th with host Woody Harrelson and musical guest Billie Eilish. Tom Holland has assured Spider-Man fans he's still got big plans for the comic book web slinger, even though Marvel-Disney deal with Sony Picture Bosses is dead. Holland appeared as Peter Parker and his alter ego in five Marvel black, uh, blockbusters as part of a shared deal with Disney executives, but that agreement ended earlier this month when high-level talks fell apart. As a result, Spider-Man will now only appear in standalone Sony films, but the British uh, actor insists that there are still plenty more blockbusters to come following the success of Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. He told fans during a panel at the 2019 Keystone Comic Con in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on Monday, August 26, he said, quote, it's not the end of me playing Spider-Man. There's definitely more to come, end quote. And Shark Tank uh, star Kevin O'Leary Boat was involved in a fatal crash on Saturday in Ontario, Canada. And this is according to TMZ. A smaller boat owned by O'Leary reportedly rammed into a larger boat on Lake Joseph and went directly over its bow, striking a male passenger in the head and killing him instantly. The incident happened around 11.30 p.m., according to CTV News. The man who died is a 64-year-old Florida man. A 48-year-old Canadian woman was injured, as well as reportedly on a ventilator with significant brain damage. 
A source close to the large boat owner told police there was enough light at the time of the incident to identify the people on O'Leary's boat. The owner believed he saw O'Leary and his wife, but that has not been confirmed. TMZ spoke with O'Leary, also known as Mr. Wonderful, after the incident. He said he is following police protocol and refused to comment. Cops have said uh, they will not release the names of anyone involved unless criminal charges are filed. Sources told TMZ a critical element in the investigation is whether the larger boat had its lights on so that it was visible to the driver of O'Leary's boat at the time of the incident. P. Diddy has jumped to the defense of his fellow rap mogul, Jay-Z, after the 99 Problem star accepted a major new role with the NFL. Fans and critics alike have turned on Jay-Z after he announced that the NFL new live music entertainment strategist early this month, claiming he shouldn't have taken the job with an organization which had kept sportsman and activist Colin Kaepernick sidelined and out of work following his anti-racism protest at games. But Diddy insists his rap peers is exactly who should be showing NFL executives the way forward. Uh, this is what Diddy said. He said he has been there more than anybody from the hip-hop culture, including me. He always been so selfish and fights for the other people. We as a people cannot be divided and conquered at this time. This isn't just about the NFL. It's about how black and brown people are treated daily across the country. We have come Together, we have to come together and make the decision. Nobody's going to do it for us. I believe in taking action, taking steps towards the right direction, and I support all my brothers that are out here taking action, unquote. And he is, insists backing Jay-Z does not mean he has turned his back on Kaepernick, who famously took a knee during the national anthem at games to protest the treatment of African Americans at the hands of the police. And he and uh, this is what Diddy uh, said. He said, I'm so proud of uh, at Kaepernick 7 and the attention he was able to bring and the effort he continued to make. I'll continue to support him in every way possible, unquote. Yeah, there's been a lot of controversy about this. Um, a lot of people are saying um, that Jay-Z is also a hypocrite because uh, they were saying that they recall that Jay-Z tried to stop Jermaine Dupree from taking such a deal with the NFL last year. And Jay-Z was uh, adamant about, you know, doing any kind of business with NFL. And now here he is kind of not following what he preached, and he's making this deal. And it was like a slap in the face. And there was a lot of athletes that were totally against it, that they couldn't believe believe that uh, Jay-Z would do this. But uh, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it's just still too soon. But a lot of people think that uh, a lot of his peers, especially in the uh, rap industry and in the, in the music business, feel they have sided with Jay-Z, thinking that he might uh, change the NFL for the better. So we'll see what happens. Um Speaking of P. Diddy, uh, his ex, Cassie, is engaged. Less than a year after splitting from him, uh, the singer revealed she's expecting her first child, a baby girl with boyfriend Alex Fine, in June, and now the couple is planning a wedding. Uh, posting images and video from the proposal on Instagram on Tuesday, August 27, Cassie, Cassie posted a caption that read, quote, Mrs. Fine, 824 forever. Fine pulled out all the stops for his romantic proposal, riding up to his girlfriend on a horse before popping the question. He also thanked his family for helping pull off the surprise, which his new, which his new fiance calls, quote, my favorite day ever. Meanwhile, Cassie celebrated her 33rd birthday, 33rd birthday on Monday by sharing some nude pregnancy photos on Instagram. She and Diddy split late last year after dating for over a decade. And Madonna has pushed back the start of her Madam X tour to to perfect a few highly specialized production elements. The pop superstar dates at the BAM, Howard Gilman Opera House in Brooklyn, New York, which was set for September 12th and 14th, will now take place in mid-October, while third show 
will uh, be scheduled, which was there, which was supposed to be scheduled for September 15, has been canceled. The Material Girl singer will now kick off the tour at the venue on September 17. Explaining the date change in a statement, Madonna writes, quote, Madam X is a perfectionist and wants to give you the most unique, magical, and musical experience. She underestimated the amount of time it would take to bring the kind of intimate theatrical experience to you and wanted it to be perfect. Thank you so much for your understanding, unquote. The tour will support Madonna Madam X album, which was released in June. Uh, right now we have here uh, 25 uh, minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, wow, the time is uh, flying. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, Debbie Lovato is continuing her return to acting uh, by appearing in a recurrent role of Will and Grace. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Forbes have released their uh, world highest paid women in music as well as the highest paid actresses. I'll tell you all about who's on the list. And uh, Chance the Rapper, Stevie Wonder, and Jon Stewart, they joined comedian Dave Chappelle for his Gem City Shine block party in Dayton, Ohio. There was more than 20,000 people that spilled onto the street around the uh, Riverskate Metro Park for the free festival. I'll tell you more about it. And Miss Eva Longoria is getting ready to direct a biopic about the man who created the spicy flaming hot Cheetos. That's right. Tell you more about that. And uh, also, um, Steve Harvey is getting ready to take Family Feud internationally. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from the Jonas Brothers in Only Human. Congratulations again to them for winning for Best Pop Song for Sucker at the 2019 VMAs. They also did a performance live at that night. And, uh, again, I thought it was one of the best shows in a long time for the VMA. So uh, uh, congratulations again to the Jonas Brothers. Uh, Before uh, we went to the break, uh, Debbie Lovato is uh, continuing her return to acting by appearing in a recurrent role in Will and Grace. The 27-year-old first found fame starring in children's television series Barney and Friends before being cast in Disney's channel movie Can't Rock and its sequel. She then went on to launch her hugely successful singing career before taking time out after reportedly suffering on uh, an opioid overdose in 2018. And as part of her comeback, she landed a role in Will Ferrell's new Netflix satire, Eurovision, and will now guest star in three of the episodes' 11th and final season. Uh, Demi role as Jenny, a tough-guarded woman who comes into Will's life in an unexpected way in the NBC show, was revealed on the network's breakfast news show today on uh, Tuesday. Will and Grace Wolf, which follows the lives and love of his title characters, Will Truman, a successful gay lawyer, and his best friend and roommate, Grace Adler, debuted in 1998. The show came to an end in 2006 before being resurrected for uh, three more seasons in 2017. Further details of the Cool for the Summer singer role are yet to be announced. And Chris Brown can't believe how time flies. His daughter, Royalty, is all grown up now. She's entering formal education, and the proud father can't help capturing the sweet moment and sharing it with his Instagram followers. On Tuesday, August the 27th, the 30-year-old singer-songwriter posted on his social media account a picture of his daughter on her first day of school. The 5-year-old looked adorable in her private school uniform. Chris welcomed royalty with his uh, former girlfriend or former flame, Nia uh, Guzman, uh, in 2014 after their flame. He called his seventh studio album, which was released in December of 2015, Royalty in honor of his daughter. Royalty first day of school comes after news of Chris on-again, off-again girlfriend, Amika Harris, possibly pregnant of their first child together, resurfaced. According to TMZ, they are expecting a baby boy. The Kiss Kiss hitmaker and the 26-year-old model are no longer together, but they are getting along well. She allegedly happy with the way Chris is treating her financially, medically, and emotionally. Sources said that the baby is due in the fall. The two remain mum of the pregnancy speculation, but Amika has fueled the rumors after she posted on her Instagram page on Saturday, August 24th, a picture of her rocking a white dress. She shows a hint of a baby bump underneath the tight dress, but left no chance for her fans and followers to speculate about it as she turned off the comments. So Chris Brown allegedly is going to be uh, expecting another child soon, so... uh, We'll see how that goes. And uh, Forbes has released its world highest paid women in music of 2019. The 2019 list uh, includes a 29-year-old Taylor Swift as the biggest earner, bagging $185 million before taxes between June of 2018 and June of 2019, according to the magazine. And coming in second is Beyonce with $81 million, which she earned through the On the Run Two tour with husband Jay-Z, her homecoming album, and Netflix documentary. Rihanna is in third with $62 million, mostly from Fenty Beauty and the company partnership with LVMH. Katy Perry is fourth with $57.5 million, and Pink, uh, Pink rounded out the top five with $57 million. Other noble names on the list include Ariana Grande, who ranked sixth with $48 million. Lady Gaga made the top ten with $39.5 million, as did Shakira with $35 million. 
and Scarlett Johansson had topped Forbes magazine's new highest-paid actresses list with a $56 million haul for the year between June of 2018 and June of 2019. The actress, Avenger Movies, a new spinoff, Black Widow, propels her to the top of the pile, ranking in over $10 million more than second-place Sofia Vergara. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Jennifer Aniston completed the new top five, while Kaylee Coco, Elizabeth Moss, and Margot Robbie featured in the top ten. Earlier this month, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was named the highest-paid actor with a 2018-2019 haul of $89.4 million. Chance the Rapper, Stevie Wonder, and Jon Stewart joined comedian Dave Chappelle for his Gem City Shine block party in Dayton, Ohio on Sunday, August 25th, as the city bounces back from a shooting massacre. More than 20,000 people spilled onto the street around the Riverskate Metro Park for the free festival, which kicked off with Kanye's West Sunday service. Chance and Stevie wanted to perform music as the Ohio native Dave and his guests offered up messages of hope and resilience to those still reeling from the mass shooting which rocked the city earlier this month. The event held on Dave's birthday weekend was held in the Oregon District Nightlife area where nine people lost their lives on August 4th after a gunman opened fire. The comedian was also honored for staging the event. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley uh, took the stage and declared it Dave Chappelle Day. And you can also catch Dave Chappelle, his new next flick comedy special is uh, it's available now called Sticks and Stones, so don't forget to watch it. Um, the bodyguard uh, for f- rapper French Montana, he ended up in a jail cell after cops said he was caught with an illegal firearm at a Chelsea nightclub following the MTV Video Music Awards. Bodyguard Norwood Thomas was accompanying the Jungle Rule rapper into the Avenue nightclub on 10th Avenue near West 17th Street about 12.30 a.m. Tuesday morning with an entourage that included rapper ASAP Rocky and Buster Rhymes and reality TV star Brody Jenner when he saw that the club's security was scanning for weapons. Thomas walked off the security line, catching the attention of a guard who alerted a nearby police. Cops stopped Thomas of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and allegedly found an illegal 9mm semi-automatic rugger on him. Police sources said that Thomas once had a license to carry a concealed weapon, but had let it expire. A cop charged a six-foot-four Norwood with criminal possession of a loaded firearm. A Manhattan criminal court judge ordered him held on $20,000 bail at his arrangement Tuesday. He remained in at the Manhattan Detention Complex Wednesday, waiting to post bail, according to the city records. Montana and his aunt. Entourage was allowed into the club where they joined rapper DJ Khaled, who was already celebrating inside. The Moroccan-born rapper attended Monday's VMAs at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, and presented the award for Best Latin Video with Mad Men actress Allison Brie. During the time on the stage, the two made a pro-immigration speech. Standing proudly by Brie's side, Montana asked for a round of applause for the actress's heartfelt words. This is not the first time that someone was arrested within French Montana's sphere of influence. In 2015, five people were arrested during the filming of a video featuring French Montana, Buster Rhymes, and Ja Rule in Brooklyn. Three men and two women were busted on weapons and drug charges after plainclothes cops infiltrated the shoot behind a Fulton Street Bravo supermarket in East New York and spotted a treasure trove of illegal hardware. And Eva Longoria will direct Fox Searchlight Flaming Hot, a biopic about the man who created the spicy Flaming Hot Cheetos. Variety first reported in February 2018 that Searchlight and Devon Franklin, who is Megan's Good's actress Megan Good's husband, were set to produce the film Flaming Hot, which will tell us the true story of Richard Montanis, who rose from humble beginnings to begin a widely successful businessman when he created a food phenomenon called Flaming Hot Cheetos. The film will follow Montanis, the son of an immigrant who grew up in a migrant farm worker, picking grapes in the field of Southern California before becoming a janitor at Frito-Lay. 
And while working at the company, Montanus came up with the idea to create Flaming Hot Cheetos, transforming the Frito-Lay brand into a pop culture phenomenon and creating a widely popular category of crunchy snacks. Longoria will uh, direct from its script by Charles St. Cloud and October Sky writer Louis Colick. Uh, Zara Phillips is overseeing the project for Franklin Entertainment, while, Frank, uh, while uh, Taylor Freeman will oversee for Searchlight. Uh, Samuel Rodriguez is the executive producer. Longoria is also attached to direct and produce Universal 24-7, which she stars with Carrie Washington. She's also producing My Daughter's Quesanera at Universal and stars in Paramount's Dora, uh, Dora the Explorer. And Steve Harvey is set to take Family Feud internationally as the comedian will reportedly launch and host version of the game show in South Africa and Ghana. According to Deadline, in an unprecedented deal with Fremantle, Harvey Media Company, Steve Harvey Global, has obtained the right to license the format for the African version of Family Feud, and the local version will be produced by Rapid Blue, Fremantle production partners in the region, and uh, Ho- Harvey, he had hosted the American version of the of Family Feud since 2010. So good for him. He's taking it uh, abroad. And Disney fans uh, who came from near and far to, to participate in the 10th annual D23 Expo, the Expo was filled with fans and cosplay of their favorite Disney, Pixar, and Marvel characters. The Disney theme park are referred to as the happiest place on Earth, and D23 can be described as the most exciting place on Earth. The Expo was a three-day event filled with celebrity panels, interactive fan booths, and much more. These 23 goers had the chance to get exclusive first look at Disney new content. Uh, Disney announces new streaming app, Disney Plus, which will feature all of their old content plus new shows and movies. Uh, for example, Hilary Duff surprised fan by announcing she is returning as Lizzie McGuire. The reboot will focus on her life as an adult while still dealing with thoughts of her young animated subconsciousness. And Marvel fans also receive a treat when Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan hit the stage to announce their new movie, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, airing exclusively on Disney+. Plus. But that wasn't the only treat Marvel fans received. On day two, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler revealed the release date for Black Panther 2. The sequel to last year's highest-grossing film will hit theaters on May 6, 2022. If fans can't wait until 2022 to hear from their favorite Black Panther characters, they can also catch the cast in Marvel's new animated series, What If?, also streaming exclusively on uh, Disney+. And even though the new streaming app, Disney Plus, was the main topic of the weekend, they also focused on their TV content. Uh, ABC, which is owned by Disney, held a panel to introduce blackish fans to the new cast of Mix It, uh, ABC news show in the Ish universe. Yes, that's what the trilogy of shows is being called. Uh, Mix It tells the story of Bo's life growing up as a biracial teenager in the 80s. And Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays the adult Bo in Blackish, uh she uh will be she had introduced the newcomer uh, uh, Erica Hemmel who will portray Bo as a teenager. Uh the panel consists of the cast of Grownish who sp- uh, spilled some tea after the new season, but you have to be there to know what was said. So if you are a Disney Marvel or Pixar fanatic, then don't mix don't don't miss their uh, next year uh D23 Expo. So you have to be there to know what's going on. Uh, right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Time to you know it's 
seen a prank ting ting so fly. I bet you dance in the mirror like boop boop boop. All alone with you tempted to touch. Red on black, but no 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 no. That's all I drink. I'm gon' chase it too. That was the latest from Jason Derulo and Too Hot. Matter of fact, that's new music from Jason Derulo. Uh, right now we have 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, days before the 18th anniversary of her death, a new wax figure of Aaliyah was unveiled at Madame Toussaint in Las Vegas. Now her family is urging museum goers to respect the replica after fans gave it a makeover. On Monday, Aaliyah's estate posted a photo of a woman applying lip gloss to the wax figure from Max Aaliyah's collection, and another show someone had styled the figure's hair uh, differently, which prompted them to issue the following statement on Twitter to fans. They said, we ask kindly that anyone visiting the Aaliyah wax figure at Tucson, Vegas, please treat it with respect. This has been a lot of work, a lot of years of hard work by her fans petitioning and her family uh, support. Now, Aaliyah was um, memorialized uh, wearing an outfit from her Try Again music video in 2000 featuring leather pants and her silver sequin bra. Uh, The singer family, including her brother Rashad, worked with the museum on the design. Sunday, August 25th, was the 18th anniversary of the plane crash that claimed Aaliyah's life. Wow, I can't believe it's been 18 years already. Nearly 140 musicians have signed a new letter supporting Planned Parenthood new initiative, hashtag Bands Off My Body. Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, Billie Eilish, Lizzo, Lady Gaga, uh, uh, um, John Legend, Demi Lovato, Beck, G. Easy, Sarah Bareilles, Troy uh, Salvin, uh, McDermott, Megan Thee uh, Stallion, uh, Miley Cyrus, Casey Musgrave, and Carol King, and more have joined forces to show their support for the largest abortion provider in America. Uh, this is what the letter read, reads. Uh, it says, freedom is at the foundation of music. Access to sexual and reproductive health care is about the same freedom because no one is free unless they control their own bodies. Um, the band Together Ban Off campaign aimed to raise awareness of the devastating restriction on abortion that has swept across the country over the past few years. The goal is to get half a million signatures on an online petition supporting abortion by the 47th anniversary of Roe v. Wade on January 22, 2020. The nonprofit will be on hand at Jay-Z's Made in America Festival in Philadelphia on Labor Day and Atlanta's Music uh, Midtown Festival on September 14 and 15. And uh, Afton, uh, Afton Williamson, um, you know, I spoke with, uh, we talked about her a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she is the actress uh, who's uh, quit ABC's The Rookie. Well, she's back in the headlines after coming forth with claims of sexual harassment and racial discrimination on the set of ABC, The Rookie. Uh, in a revealing Instagram post, she said that her co-star, Demetrius Gross, 
harassed her during filming of the first season of the series. She also accused the hair department head, Sally Nicole Saganovich, of racially bullying her. Now she's opening up about the abuse she suffered as a child. Uh, she said that she was abused for the next four years. Uh, after uh, after 13, she started losing her hair to PTSD, and that's how she entered high school. And she was terrified, but she remained strong. And it was during those four years that God spoke to her, told her who she was. He uh, God told her, showed her what it would, how she would become, and that the isolation of being different pushed her close to Him. With uh, and he told her to have, that she had to fight, and she fought to get out Toledo, and she fought to get into college. She fought in college for herself and all the future black women in theater, and she was the only one that fought to break grounds and change history. And she fought in grad school. She was the only black. Uh, she was the only uh, black student of sixteen students at a classical. Conservatory in Alabama uh, Williamson concluded By sharing some inspiring words She said quote may my truth be a light And a path to yours And on Saturday Barack Obama for Former 44 He shared a list of 44 songs that he And former first lady Michelle Obama Had had on repeat all summer The playlist opened with Too Good by Drake featuring Rihanna and included songs such as Old Town Road and a wide range of artists like Beyonce, Lauryn Hill, John Legend, Frank Sinatra, The Rolling Stones, Ella Fitzgerald, and Van Morrison. Surprisingly, Aretha Franklin is not on the list. The former president wrote on Instagram, quote, with summer winding down, here's a sample of what Michelle and I have been listening to. Some new, some old, some fast, some slow. Hope you enjoy. And unquote. Uh, as noted by Team Vogue, the Obama shared a similar list last holiday season, which featured their end of season roundup of books, movies, and songs. And Viola Davis has signed on to play former First Lady Michelle Obama in the anthology series titled First Ladies, which is the works. At the, which is in works at Showtime. The series follows the various spouses for two American presidents. The first season will reportedly focus on Obama, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Betty Ford. The official logline for the potential series in the East Wing of the White House, many of the history's most impactful and world-changing decisions have been hidden from view made by America's uh, charismatic, complex, and dynamic first ladies. This series will peel back the curtain on the personal and political lives of our most enigmatic heroes. Uh, in her best-selling memoir, Becoming Obama, details the insecurity she experienced as her husband, Barack Obama, campaigned to become the next president. Uh, this is what she, uh, if you guys didn't read the book, this is what she wrote in the book. She said, quote, I write about those things, you know, those nasty times when people, you know, call me Barack Baby's mama, accused me of not loving my country, you know, told me I was angry. I don't think we do each other a service by pretending like hurtful things don't hurt, and that's what I've come to. She said the whole thing was crazy and mean-spirited, of course, it's underlying, oh, this is the part she was talking about when she was described her emotions after Trump questioned the legitimacy of her husband's birth certificate. Uh, that's when she said that the whole thing was crazy and mean-spirited and underlying bigotry and xenophobia. Uh, Showtime is ready to dive into some of Obama's intimate moments from Obama's time in Washington, D.C., Viola Davis and her husband Julius Tennon will serve as executive producer on First Ladies. The Oscar and Emmy winning actress is the only actor attached so far. And uh, Tommy Lee has announced that she is officially done with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. The troubled reality star took to her Instagram story on Saturday and made clear that she's not returned to the hit VH1 series and also noted that she was miserable during her time on the show. As previously reported, Lee was facing up to 54 years in jail for being a disruptive back in October at her daughter's middle school. But in May, a judge cut her some slack and ruled that she would not have to spend a day in prison on child abuse charge if she stayed out of trouble for the next 10 years. 
Lee was sentenced in her child abuse case after pleading guilty to five charges, including first-degree cruelty to children. The judge gave her 10 years, but instead of going to prison, she was ordered to complete a residential recovery program and 12 months of aftercare with licensed doctors. The case stemmed from Lee reportedly going ballistic at her daughter's school after receiving a call from a teacher that her child was being disrespectful. When Tommy arrived, she reportedly slapped her 11-year-old daughter and bashed her head into a school locker. In a separate interview, Tommy explained how she roughed up her daughter because she was dis- uh, dis- uh, dis- uh, distributing edible marijuana treats to fellow students. Tommy had numerous run-in with the law while appearing on the reality series. And Hasbro, uh, uh the toy company, <laughs> They just announced that they have plans to purchase Entertainment One, a multimedia company that owns Death Row Records. Hasbro gave us uh, Mr. Potato Head, Monopoly, G.I. Joe, Transformers, My Little Pony, Power Rangers, and so much more. Death Row was established in 1991 by Dr. Dre and uh, The Doc and Sugar Knight. Now, Heavy.com report that in an all-cash transaction, the worldwide toy and game company recently acquired Entertainment One for $4.1 billion and by default now owns the independent hip-hop music studio founded in 1991 by Dr. Dre, The Doc, and Suge Knight, the latter of whom is in jail serving a 28-year prison sentence. Uh, back in 2013, E1 spent around $280 million to buy the catalog of Death Row, which declared bankruptcy in 2006. Since being acquired by Hasbro, the massive toy company now owns Dr. Dre, The Chronic, Tupac's All Eyes on Me, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, and many more iconic hip-hop records from West Coast rappers of the early 90s. Back in 2013, E1 spent around $280 million to buy the catalog of Death Row, which declared bankruptcy in 2006. And since being acquired by Hasbro, the massive toy company now owns, again, the chronic All Eyes Me and Snoop Dogg Doggy Style and many of those uh, iconic records and hits from the 90s. And uh, the wait is finally over. For Breaking Bad fans who have been hoping for a feature film or a feature mo- future a feature movie uh, to pick up where the epic series left off, on Saturday Netflix revealed that the first trailer for El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, the long-awaited film adaptation of the AMC drama series. The movie was written and directed by series creator Vince Gallag- uh, Gilligan, and will find Aaron Paul reprising his role as Jesse Pinkman. Specific details about the plot have not been revealed, but the official synopsis read, In the wake of his dramatic escape from captivity, Jesse must come to terms with his past in order to forge some kind of future. The teaser trailer features Skinny P, Charles Baker, being interrogated by Jesse's whereabouts, Bob Odenkirk, who plays Sal Goodman in the series, was first to reveal last week that the movie had been shot and praised the creative team for doing a great job at keeping it a secret. The movie is reported to be a sequel following Jesse Pinkman in the wake of the series finale. The final episode of the critical acclaim series aired in 2013. It is unclear if Brian Craston, who played Walter White, will return for the film. El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, will premiere October 11 on Netflix. The film is expected to air on AMC at a later date. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time uh, when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.